Welcome to the City Church Online. This is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again. Please like, subscribe, remember to share and download this message. Come, let us grow together in Christ. Now, for this series, one of the things I would like to ask you is that every week you read and go through the book of Colossians. The book of Colossians is very dear to me because uh, through this book, the Lord allowed me to encounter the gospel. And so because of that, I believe that for many of you here, it is a book that will also help you get on the same trajectory, on the same uh, route. For many of us, through this series, something different is going to happen in your heart and in your mind. You are going to encounter Jesus and encounter the gospel in ways that are deeper than you have ever encountered it. So do I pray, so do I prophesy. Hallelujah. And today is really introduction as we start. Uh, and, and as an introduction, I'm not going to start with introducing the book of Colossians. I'm going to start with introducing the series uh, of and what we are going to be talking about in that series. Um, and so for to do that, we are going to go in first Col uh, Colossians chapter 1 from verses 24. Colossians chapter 1, we'll start from verses 24. Is Paul writing and saying, I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, the mystery, which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but has now been revealed to the saints. To me, to them, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, and that is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. That is the series we are going to look at. You see, that's where I get it from. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Paul is saying to us that there is a mystery. There is a mystery. And this mystery was hidden from ages and generations, but has now been revealed to the saints. In verses 26, that's what he says. He says, there is 
a mystery. That mystery was hidden from ages and from generations, but now the same mystery which ages and generations which the people that came before us could not understand, could not tap into, could not have access to. That same mystery has now been revealed to the saints. And therefore, while it still is a mystery, while it still is something that is uh, profound, while it is still carries a mysteriousness about it, a profoundity about, about it, yet to us who are saints today, it's no longer a mystery. It's no longer a hidden secret. It's no longer uh, something we do not know because to us today, it has been revealed. It has been revealed. And in verses 27, he says, to us as the saints, God willed, it was within the divine parameters and distinctions that we come to a place where we get to know, where we get to know what the riches of the glory of this mystery is among the Gentiles. So God in his will, in his desire, the best guy, the apostle is telling us that when you look within the divine desires, for some reason when I walk, I feel like something. Do you also feel it? I think, okay, wonderful. It was distracting me. I'm like, what's going on? All right. So were you following what I'm saying? Yes. So what was I saying? Remind me. The mystery has been revealed. Uh-huh. We were talking about verses 27. It says, to them, to them means to us, as the saints. God willed, in other words, it was within the divine desire. Divine distinctions, divine purpose. It was within the prerogatives of God. It was within the, 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 the passions of God to make known what the glory or what the riches of the glory of this mystery do you understand? He wants that we get to know. He desired that we get to know what the riches of the glory of this mystery. Hello. And so to them God willed to make known. So it's no longer hidden. It's now made known to us the riches of the glory of this mystery. And so because in the ages past, it 
was a mystery. To us, it has been revealed. And then he puts the semicolons and says, here is the mystery. The mystery is Christ in you is the hope of glory. 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 So let me first talk about glory, 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 doxa. Oh, in the Old Testament, it was uh, kabod. Glory, 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 glory. In other words, uh, when God looked at us and, and man and humanity, he desires that man carries a certain glory. Your life is meant to be a glorious life. I was teaching you on Wednesday and uh, on Friday in Gaba and I was telling you that it is the desire of God and the design of God that our life is, is Eden-like. To be in a place where the provisions of life pursue us, not us pursuing the provisions of life. <laughs> glory be to God. Hey, hey, glory is when, uh, when Adam would walk to a mango tree, look at the mango tree, and the mango tree understands that Adam desires a ripe mango, but not very ripe. Eh? And immediately produces that kind of mango. Do you understand? And that is a life full of glory. Someone says glory. And, and so you are designed by God to live within glory. Your life is designed to be glorious. In fact, when you read in John chapter 17, in John chapter 17, Jesus was praying for us and he was praying for his disciples and he was saying that Father, the glory, that is verses 22, 17 verses 22, he says, and the glory which you have, which you gave me, I have given them that they may be one just as I, we are one. <laughs> My goodness. May you understand this thing. It is coming to you in Jesus' name. Look at Jesus' prayer. He is praying and saying, Father, the glory which you gave me, I have Ooh, oh my goodness, that your life and my life is uh, to exhibit a certain glory. And that glory is the very same glory by which Jesus walked by. That that same glory may be the glory that marks me. Do you know there is the glory by which Jesus sleeps 
while a storm is raging. The glory by which he wakes up, wipes sleep out of his eyes and tells the storms peace and be still. Oh yes, the glory by which he enters into Gennesaret and finds a man who had been mad and crazy in his head for a long time and the man looks at him and says mm, you have also come here why the glory eh? the gl he says father the same glory which you gave to me i am praying for them <laughs> That they too will receive and have and walk in that glory. It is the glory. It is glory. It is glory that makes worlds respond to you. It, it, it is glory that makes your job produce as much as even more than it should produce. It, it is glory that gets five loaves of bread and two fish and multiplies it to feed five thousand and another four thousand it is glory ah, may i talk about glory it is glory that goes into a tomb where a man has been lying for over three days and says lazarus come forth it is glory ah, and Jesus is saying, Father, the glory which you gave me, I have, he says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. We are not simply talking about uh, something foreign. We are saying the same glory that Jesus was clothed with is the same glory accessible to you. Uh, now you can see why Jesus would say the very same things that you have seen me do. Ah. Uh, even greater things than this. Hey, you shall do. Who am I speaking to today? I'm walking in power. I'm walking in miracles. I live a life of glory. Hey, because I know who I am. I'm walking in power. I'm walking in miracles. I live a life. Oh. How should I put this? Your life is designed by God to be a life above and not beneath. Your life is designed by God to be a life that is blessed in the country and blessed in the city. Your life is a life designed by 
by God where phenomenon hears your voice and answers. And he says to us that there is a mystery that was hidden from ages and generations. But that mystery has now been revealed to us. And the same mystery which God made, which God willed to make known to us is Christ in us. The hope of in other words, in other words, uh, you see, all these things that I'm talking about are true, but not everyone manifests them. Oh yes, even some of you have been frustrated by life because what you see in the word and what you know uh, is not matching what the world is giving to you. you oh, but understand that glory, first of all, is available for you. And through this series, we are going to be looking at one thing after another thing after another thing that will provoke the manifestations of glory. Christ in me. The hope of glory. Now, listen to me, Banabangi. Listen. Listen. If you are going to manifest the glory, you must understand Christ in you. Okay, let me put it this way. You must understand, you know, on Friday I was saying to you that the things of God are so simple. They're not as complicated. In fact, the more profound they are, the simpler they are. The more spiritual a person is, you will discover the simpler that person becomes. The more elevated a revelation is, you will find the simpler it is. That is why when Paul was writing to, I think it was the Corinthians, he told them, I am afraid for you because you may be corrupted from the simplicity of, that is in Christ. The simplicity. Because uh, the things that we are talking about are such simple. They are, they are so easy that most religion is looking for the hard stuff. And I want you to pay attention because this is very simple. A reality that you must come to terms with is that on the day that you gave your life to Jesus, the Bible says he came and took up residence in you. What should I say? Listen, on that day, you say, Lord, I give you my life. You know what happened? He also gave you his life. It is that simple. It is that simple. Unless you haven't yet given your life to him. And if you haven't yet given your life to him, again, it is very simple. Give it to him. Do you understand? And if you have given it to him, 
My friend, understand, he has also given you his. So, Jesus has come to dwell, to be, to sit inside you. That's why Paul says, the mystery is this. Christ is in you. Eh, eh. Why are you guys looking at me like I haven't preached very nicely? Okay, I want you to tell, to help me tell your neighbor because you, I see you are getting it, but your neighbor is still trying hard to find a complicated thing, which is, this one is very simple. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, Jesus is in you. Christ is in you. Christ is in you. Christ is in you. Christ is in you. Christ. Christ is in you. Christ. Christ is in you. Christ is in you. Uh, uh, please preach to them until they are convinced. Because I see some who are not trying, they are not getting very convinced. And Chovolava, if you ever meet someone, how do they put this in English? So how do they put it? If you ever find someone who tries to despise you, look at them and have mercy on them. Because what they don't understand is that the greater one lives inside of you. Ah, come on. This is good. This is beautiful. The greater one lives inside of me. His name is Jesus. Hey, I'm born a winner. More than victorious. I'm a heir of his kingdom. And I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Do you understand? Uh, let me not even shout it. Let me, let me even tell it to you simply. Because, you know, it is so profound. I'm telling you, I'm trying very hard to control myself so that I can tell it to you simply that my dear, Jesus is in you. I, this will save you from so many headaches. Because even when an actual, actual headache, this one that makes the head pain, eh? when it comes to you, you remember. You, you remember. Christ is in me. You headache. There's no way you're taking me. Eh? You know, there are those people who, the moment they get sick, they feel like I'm dying tomorrow. I, I am gone. I, they begin writing down their will. Uh -uh. You are not of that kind. Hallelujah. Why? Because Christ is in you. Say it out. Christ is in again. Again. That's why you're not going to be the last. You're going to be the first. Why? Christ is in you. That's why you're not going to die in poverty. You are moving. Why? Christ is in you. That's why you can determine your destiny. Why? Christ is in you. That's why you are going to make it in Uganda. Hey! Why? Christ is. Hey! 
That is why we lay our hands on the sick and they get well. Why? Christ. That's why when someone tries to quarrel with you, you don't quarrel back. Uh-uh. You look at them and have mercy. Because if they understand what is in you, they would never have fired you out of that job. If they understood what is in you, they didn't know. That's why you have mercy on them. And that's why Paul writes Timothy and tells him, do not let anyone despise you. Don't let anyone despise you. Because you are young. Because Christ is in you. That is why I am telling you, Uganda is privileged that you are living today. That is why this church is blessed that you are part of it. That's why Luzira is good. You know, you remember, even before this thing, just a man called Lot, prayed for by an anointed man. And, and God tells Abraham, if I find ten righteous people, Okay, if I find five righteous people in that city, that city will be spared. And you are there. When he could not find enough quorum, there was only one family. When the angels went to Lot's, uh, to Lot's house, this is what they told Lot. They told him, Lot, go and gather all your relatives. Go and gather all your people and tell them to come. Both sons and in-law and daughters in-law. In other words, even your wife's side and your side, all of your relatives, bring them together because because of you, they will be preserved. Aye. Now you've been wondering why all along it was you in your family that God picked you out. It was for the preservation of all of them. Why? Because Christ in you, the hope of glory. Come on, give glory to Jesus. And so, you must understand that the mystery that defines all of life is found in the understanding, the conviction, the assurance that Christ is in you. Have you ever been, anyway, I was going to ask you if you have been in an airplane, but let me use a taxi. Someone say Christ in me. 
I said Christ in me. You know, anyway, let me tell you this story from the, from the airplane. Since Isaac is here. Ron, you remember? We are in the plane with Isaac and Alvin. And the plane began doing like this. <laughs> and Alvin was enjoying it. Saying, Woo! This is great! And Isaac wasn't having as much fun. You keep quiet. To survey. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Why am I telling you this story? I'm telling you to say, life will always present different storms. The only way to survive and deal with those storms is the assurance that if I am a boat, Jesus is sleeping in my boat. But it is more than that. Jesus is in you. Christ in me is the hope of glory. In other words, my life is going to be so glorious. My days are going to be glorious. My family is going to be so glorious. My marriage is going to be so glorious. My work is going to be so glorious. My ministry is going to be so glorious. My disciples are going to be so glorious. Hey, wh whatever concerns me. In fact, he says, I will perfect whatever concerns you. I will perfect it. I will perfect it. I will perfect it. Why? Not because of you, but because Christ is in me and it is Christ in you the hope of glory the hope of glory hallelujah hallelujah and so how are you to live your life in Galatians chapter 2 verses 20 In fact, uh, find it for me in the New Kingdom, in the King James Version of the Bible. Galatians chapter 2, verses 20. In the KJV, he says this. Look, let's read it together out loud. Even those of you online, please let's read. One, two, three, go. Uh huh. For uh-huh, nevertheless I live. Uh-huh, yet not I, but Christ liveth in I. Hey, hey, hey. All along, you thought you were living your life. But now, you come to the understanding that Christ lives in you. 
What a great mystery. What a great and powerful mystery. That Christ lives in you. And he says, let's go, uh-huh. And the life which I now live in the flesh, uh-huh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Cut. Who loved me and gave himself for me. Do you understand? Christ in me, the hope of glory. Some people feel like they have no faith. You know, there are some people who feel like they have no faith. And in this scripture it's saying, you can live your life not without, with your faith, but with the faith of Jesus. That the life which I live now in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son. In other words, what is Jesus doing? He is doing Ah, I wish I can put it better in English. There are certain things that Jesus believed so that even if you don't believe them, because Jesus believed them, they must happen, they must come to pass. In your life, in your life, in your life, in your life, like Jesus believed you will have life because he believed that you will have life. You will definitely have life. Jesus believed that you will do greater things than what he did. Because he believed it, you will do greater things. Jesus believed you will make it to heaven because of his blood. Hey, that's why he shed it. And because he believed it, you are going to make it. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in me, the hope of glory. I want you to say it so many times so that it begins to, to speak thousands of, of songs in you. I want you to say it so much so that it becomes a reality you live in. Say Christ in me is the hope of glory. Look at your education and say Christ in me the hope of glory. Look at your ministry and say Christ in me the hope of glory. Look at your aspirations and say Christ in me the hope of glory look at your future and say Christ in me the hope of glory look at where you want to be in life and say Christ in me the hope of glory look at what your family and your in-laws and all those things that are around you and say oh but Christ in me the hope of glory look at the dreams and the plans you have and how big they are and say Christ in me the hope of glory look at the people around you and how many are making it before you have come and say Christ 
in me the hope of glory look at your business and how it is going or how it's not going and proclaim and say but Christ in me the hope I will make it I'm going to make it there is no other way around this. I will make it and it will be good. I will make it. It will be wonderful. I will make it. It will be glorious. I will make it. It will be beautiful. The world will talk about it. Why? Because Christ in me, the hope of glory. Lift up your hands and watch. This audio sermon has been brought to you by The City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on 0706-332-572 or 0776-579-679.